The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Hello, how you doing? This is Galen McDowell, and I'm your host. I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister. And Christ Universal Temple was founded in 1956 by the legendary Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. Check us out when you're in our area or online at www.cutemple.org every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. for our live stream. That's 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, or if you're in the building or in the area on a Wednesday evening, join us for Bible 365 at 7 p.m., where we take the major narratives of the Bible in chronological order and give the metaphysical interpretation and the practical application of the scriptures. Today, we are continuing the series on uh, studying Johnny Coleman's book, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman's book, It Works If You Work It, the Jubilee Edition. I've been covering the first four parts, first three parts of the book in the previous weeks, and this week we're covering um, what we need to do far as making sure that we work through the healing process. This is very important because she wrote these books in order. The first three books were mainly about basic truth principles and prosperity. The fourth book was mainly about healing. Now, maybe down the line in another day, I'll do the fifth part of the book, which is on prayer, because we have some other things to do next month. But I want to make sure that I emphasize that this is a book that you want. Um, as I stated before, uh, the Universal Foundation for Better Living uh, produces or publishes excuse me, this book, and they're going through a reprint right now. So please be on the lookout for it. It should be available shortly. And you'll be able to order it, study it, digest it, work with it, et cetera, et cetera. And something that I hadn't thought about previously is making sure that um, we find out a way f- with the bookstore here at Christ Universal Temple to maybe put some CDs together or some old lessons of Reverend Coleman teaching the different points out of these books because she actually would teach these points out of the book. So it might be something that might be workable for you. Anyway. I would like those who do have the Jubilee edition of the book to turn to page 93. And she starts off in this chapter 
saying, don't beg God to heal you. It's already within you. That is why we give thanks instead of begging and pleading, because we already have health inside of us. All we need to do is realize where it is. We put so much faith in outer things that concern us, our jobs or friends, our organization or degrees, whatever it is that we are doing. If we could put that much faith in the Christ that is inside of us and thank him for what we already are, we would be healed completely. So right off the bat, she's dealing with the concept of claiming and giving thanks for what already is instead of begging and pleading for what we don't believe we have. Many times people, you know, and this is not a judgment, just just an observation, believe if they beg and plead and cry enough, that will create the space for for God to do something that God wasn't doing already. That's not the new thought perspective. The new thought perspective is that you already have wholeness within you because your spiritual nature is whole. And we're seeking to express the wholeness that we already are in spirit into our physical expression, our bodies. So we're not begging for it to happen. We're thanking God for it already. And through the thanksgiving and the realization of what already is, we're releasing it into our experience. She goes on to say, Jesus knew about the power of giving thanks. Do you remember when he when all those thousands of people were on the hillside with him? They had been following him for days and days. And the time came when they did not have anything to eat. Do you remember how one of the disciples came to him and said, what are you going to do about these people, Jesus? They're going to starve to death. Now, I'm sure that was Reverend Comer's paraphrase. But anyway, she goes on to say, Jesus knew the nature of God. He knew that if you know God, you'll never starve to death. Never will you be hungry. And what did Jesus do? He turned within and gave thanks. Now, this is key. Now, when she said, when you know God, I I don't want you to miss this. She's not saying when you know about God. She's not saying when you've read about God. She's not saying when you heard about God. She's saying when you know God. Now, what's the difference? Oh, let me add one more. She's not even saying when you believe in God. Because that's irrelevant, too, from the standpoint of it has to be a firm realization in the soul of the truth that allows it to express in your life. See, many times just because something is revealed to us does not mean that it is something that we have a firm grasp on. We don't have a realization of it. And to have a manifestation of anything, you have to have a realization of it first. Therefore, it is important to know that you know that you know. And I always say it this way, deep down in your gut. You got to know it. It has to be so impressed on that subconscious mind that God is my health. God is my peace. God is my prosperity. God is the love in my experience. God, 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 period. There's no wiggle room because that realization allows what we call the miraculous to happen. And that's why she said Jesus knew the nature of God. And what's the nature of God? 
we believe in new thought that the nature of God is absolute good. In other words, God cannot give you anything that's contrary to God's nature. So if God is absolute good, God can only be the facilitator of absolute good in your experience. Moving on, moving right along. She goes on to say on page 94, until you understand the nature of God, you will always have something from one bonkers of the conquest to another. Now, let me stop for a moment. Reverend Coleman never liked to say the name of illnesses when she preached. So when she was active in ministry, she came up with a term to describe all illnesses that she can use when she was preaching. She called it the bonkers of the conquers. So if I'm reading that and that comes up again, you'll know she never used the term, uh, actual clinical term. She always used bonkers of the conquers. So let me go back now. Stop blaming God because you don't understand. Why does it happen? I'm happy to tell you why. Imagine a tree. As long as the limbs of that tree are attached to the trunk, they are connected to the source of everything they need, and they continue to live. If someone were to go out and cut a limb off of that tree and cast it away so that it has no contact with the trunk at all, what's going to happen to that limb? It's going to wither and die. So she goes on to say down the line, as long as you continue to separate yourself in thought from God, you're going to wither and die. Now, you can't literally separate yourself from God because that's like trying to separate water from wet. That's impossible. But in thought, you can have a sense of separation from God. And we teach here at Christ Universal Temple and in the Universal Foundation for Better Living that the primary cause of suffering is forgetfulness of our divine nature or our spiritual nature and that we have dominion over our thoughts and feelings. Therefore, if I think that I'm separated from God, my consciousness will function like that and I can't benefit from my relationship or being the self-expression or the image and likeness of God. That's similar to having a very wealthy parent. And Maybe some type of amnesia happens and you forget who you are. And in the midst of that amnesia, you might be suffering to pay the bills, to find a place to live, to, to have transportation, et cetera, et cetera, even to eat. But you have a very wealthy parent that you have disconnected from and you don't and you're not aware of what you're entitled to based upon your birthright. Well, we teach that based upon your birthright of who you are in God, not because of what you've done, but who you are in God. You're entitled to all the attributes of God's good. Now, those ideas flow through your life in the form of ideas. They flow through the work of universal law, which draws experiences and people to you. It functions through your ability to use the innate creativity that's already within you. It comes from the standpoint of affirming and claiming what is already yours in spirit. That doesn't mean, again, that you don't have to do any work. What it is saying is that it's already yours. You have to claim what is yours. As Reverend Coleman used to always say when she was preaching, <laughs> my good has my name on it. And you can't have my good because it's mine by right of consciousness. Anyway, 
So it's important that as she starts talking about healing and book four of it works if you work it that is integrated into this Jubilee edition was all about healing that we understand that when we know the nature of God, we actually are discovering and learning the nature of ourselves because you can't be the image and likeness of something and not have the nature of the thing that you're the image and likeness of. All right. Moving on to page 95, she says. All that God is, I am. These are more than just pretty words. And she goes on down the line and she says, realize that you are a child of God. And if you are a child of God, you can't be sick. You can't be broken. You can't be any negative thing. God knows nothing about them at all. Now, she's talking about the true you. The Christ idea. The spirit. And when we realize that, it shows up in our experiences as health, as peace, as love, as joy. I'm not saying, and she's not saying it doesn't mean that you don't have experiences. Sometimes you do. Uh, as we're growing and evolving in the human experience, as one of my uh, teachers, the Reverend Dr. Helen Carey, used to tell us in class some 20 years ago that the only people that walk on water are people who spill water on the kitchen floor. It's important for us to realize that as we're working with these principles, we're still work, working through our own soul stuff. But the more we realize who and what we are in God, the less effect that has on our experience. And what we end up having is the ability to come back quicker, come back stronger, come back more capable. It's highly important. Moving right along. She says on page 96, and I love this, know who you are. She says the life principle that is within you is working right now, even as you read this. So even as you're listening to me, whether this is live or down the line with the download tonight, tomorrow, or two years from now, that the life principle, the life activity of God is actually working within you right now. Sometimes it's just good just to take a deep breath and acknowledge that the activity of God is flowing from the top of your head to the very soles of your feet. That's a good recognition to have. She goes on to say, the master physician will come forth to heal you when you realize who and what you are. So when you realize that it's already working within you and you realize who and what you are, you activate the power that heals. You activate the power that prospers. You activate the power that brings peace where there was chaos. You activate the power. She goes on to say, know for yourself, I am perfect, I am whole. Every time I say this, I call upon my little thought people. They go through all through my body, every organ, muscle, cell, tissue, and fiber of my being. They, care, they take care of whatever it is by saying, this woman is perfect and whole. And if you are anything other than perfection, you are out of there. And that's what happened. I don't have to do anything else. My thought people take care of it right there. Yeah. Now, you got to realize she's using images. So she's saying when she's thinking, she's sending her thought through her body to affirm wholeness and healing. 
And anything that's inconsistent with those thoughts have to go. But see, but that's not something she learned by practicing that one day or saying one prayer or reading one book or listening to one uh, CD or listening to one sermon. That's the inner work that creates the realization that's and doing the meditation and doing the healing and speaking the word and, and maintaining the consciousness of wholeness and healing and not allowing yourself to be stressed out and, and frustrated and anxious and fearful. It's creating the consciousness that literally allows no interruption of the thought processes that maintain and sustain health and wholeness. That's key. That's very key. Now, I would like to hear from you. I want to make sure that we give you the opportunity to call in. The number is 888-558-6489. I also would like to remind you that this station is supported by your donations, your free will offerings. And if you have freely received, please freely give. And if this program or programs like it are of value to you, please make sure that you support this online ministry because it's important. This message goes to places where they don't have new thought, metaphysical, practical Christianity, spirituality centers. There could be people listening to this in areas that don't allow religious freedom. But because they have a computer, they can get what they need to feed their souls. So please keep that in mind. Also, I want to let you know some of the guests that will be on the show next month. Uh, Christ Universal Temple is having its 56th anniversary. And we're bringing in three guest speakers. So we're going to have the three guest speakers on the show. So the first Sunday in October, we're bringing in the Reverend Dr. Mary Tumpkin, the uh president of the Universal Foundation for Better Living and the senior minister of the Universal Truth Center. So on October 3rd, we're going to have Reverend Dr. Mary Tumpkin on. On We're bringing in the next week, Dr. Reverend Dr. Rocco Errico, the one of the primary Aramaic Bible teachers in the nation who specializes on teaching Jesus from a Near Eastern point of view. We're going to have him on on October October 10th, and then October 17th, we're going to have the Reverend Dr. Joseph Hill from the Power Circle Congregation. All of these people have said yes to coming on to the show and talking about the different things that we need to do to help transform this world with truth. So we're going to take a short break right now, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you'll give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the love offerings of listeners to continue operating and expand its outreach. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. wellness expert dr michelle robin on healthy living in the game of wellness there's some basic habits that you need to embrace in order to live a well life 
In her book, Wellness on a Shoestring, Robin shows you that complete wellness of body, mind, and spirit doesn't have to cost a fortune. Client Eddie Penrice turned his health around with Dr. Robin's Seven Habits for a Healthy Life. I've got to say my body just embraced the change. Besides feeling better, looking better, thinking more clearly. Many of Robin's seven habits for a healthy life are simple and free. She offers tips and shares real stories from clients like Eddie, who've incorporated the habits into their lives and seen the results. You can make this change by being convicted that you will do it, that you don't need anyone else's assistance or help to do it. Make this the year you get healthy. Discover a low-cost, attainable path to feeling better than ever. Order wellness on a shoestring today at www.shopunity.org. Unity Online Radio is turning five this year, and we're throwing the biggest bash of all, a cruise to the Caribbean. November 10 through 17, 2012, we'll celebrate in style aboard Holland America Line's Eurodam with sunshine, fine dining, and a selection of island excursions at beautiful ports of call in the Eastern Caribbean. Plus, feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation. Your favorite hosts will be there, and we hope you will join us too as we celebrate five years of spiritual programming at Unity Online Radio. For more information, visit www.unity.fm forward slash cruise. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Back the truth transforms again. We are covering a works if you work it, the Jubilee edition by the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. We're teaching her part four of the series in the book. It was used to be five books that were put into one book, and we're talking about spiritual healing today. And right now, I'm on page 97. And please don't forget you can call in if you would like. I gave the number before the break, but if you need it again, it is 888-558-6489. Anyway, she goes on to say on page 97, don't blame yourself. Close your eyes and say these words. I forgive myself quickly and then do it. Forgive yourself quickly for whatever you have thought. If you blame yourself for anything, if you have if you have been blaming somebody else for what has happened, I want you to forgive yourself quickly for allowing yourself to even think thoughts that are not like God quickly means right now, right where you are. She says, can you do it? As I as I interpret those words, it means that I am finished with it. It is done. It is over. Let this be true for you. So I think what this is saying is one of the things that keep us from manifesting the health that we desire is because we are blaming ourselves or others and we need to learn how to let go and let God. We have to learn how to release. We have to let learn how to allow the presence of power 
of God to flow in and through our lives without frustrating the potential. I don't mean frustrating literally. I'm using that in quotation marks, meaning frustrating it in the sense of blocking it or weakening the activity of it in our consciousness through our blame, through our victimization, through our projection on the others uh, of thoughts, feelings and beliefs of they hurt me. They did this to me. Uh, you know, I didn't deserve to be treated like this, that, and other. At the why, you just got to say, you know what? Only thing that matters right now is my healing. And I can stay mad. I can stay frustrated. I can blame. I can come up with excuses. I can have reasons or I can be whole. But you can't have all that other stuff and have wholeness. You can't keep the anger and keep the wholeness. You can't keep the frustration and keep the wholeness. You can't keep the anxiety and keep the wholeness. You can't project other people and make, and make them your victimizers and keep your wholeness. You have to literally take your power back. And like Jacob, when he was wrestling with God, you know, obviously that's a metaphor in the book of Genesis. When he told God, I'm not going to let you go. Until you bless me. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. And you're not. And I'm saying don't let the thought of your own innate health and wholeness go until you get the manifestation of that wholeness. Now, how that shows up in your experience is different. I as a, I as a minister will never tell anyone not to go to the hospital, the doctors. I say do that. I promote it because truth is truth. And if it's true in mind, it should show up as truth in body, you know, go get, you know, you know, if you feel the need, do your checkups, take the medicine, do the surgery. If that's what you're led by spirit to do, but, or, or by doctor's advice. But the thing about it is realize that, that God can transcend that experience and nothing's impossible with God. And however it is needed for you to receive the healing that you needed to work that way. If that means that God has to, for you work through the intelligence of the doctors and the equipment, then that's how it'll work. If it means that God works through working with a spiritual healing practitioner and you get the healing and it works for you, that works. If it means you just doing your own inner meditative work and speaking the word for yourself and you get the results that you want, then Hey, it works. The point of it is be open and receptive to how God, is working through you that's important but whether it's the intelligence of the doctor or the someone standing in the gap for you in consciousness or you doing the work yourself it's all god it's all god it's all god um as jesus said he who is not against me is for me and many times especially in the older days of christianity metaphysics many of the writers were really anti-medicine anti-doctors and that was because it was so what's the word i want to use a nice word let's just say that it wasn't regulated therefore um it had a lot of trial and error with it as it does now but still what we want to do is say we're not against anything we're just pro-god we're pro-wholeness we're pro your own innate spirituality we're pro you realizing that you are the image and likeness of God. And with that realization, you can benefit by having the peace, the love, the prosperity, the joy, the harmony of God 
in your experiences. Now, moving right along. She says on page 98, let his will be done now. Remember where the great physician lives, where he is right now. He is present within each one of us. God has placed all of himself within each of us. This means that his healing power is within you, wherever you are right now. Now, it's something to, it's something to think that the healer is in me. The physician is in me. That's a powerful thought. The great physician lives in me. The great physician lives in me. God has placed all of, she says himself, I would say itself, within me and each one of us. See, that realization alone is something to work with. Can I really accept the truth that God lives in me? Regardless of what I've gone through in my life, the ups and downs, the trials and errors, the good times and the so-called bad times, through it all, through the midst of it all, God lives in me. The great physician lives in me. Something to think about. She goes on to say, I want you to understand and awaken to the power that is within you to know that you can call it forth from within yourself. If you believe in the power, you can be healed right where you are. Let me repeat that. If you believe in the power, you can be healed right where you are. You know, this reminds me of a, a story, and I, I might have told it on the radio or not already, but if not, let me repeat it. If I have, let me repeat it. If not, this will be a new story for some of you. My One of my favorite stories of Reverend Coleman is her talking about a person called her from down south who was a member who moved away. And the member of the church who had moved away and hadn't been around um, Christ Universal Temple for some years had um, developed some issues with her mobility. Her feet were giving her some challenges and she couldn't walk. And she called Reverend Coleman and told her what was going on. And Reverend Coleman, being who she is was a person that automatically believed that you when something needs to be addressed you automatically start praying that's just her personality and she told the woman start praying and she told the woman put the phone on your feet and i'm going to speak the word and you're going to get up the woman put the phone on her feet Reverend Coleman started to speak the word to her feet and the lady got up. Now, people will call that miraculous, obviously. But when I heard the story for the first time, I had a different thought. My thought was, what type of conviction 
does it take to even tell a person put the phone on your feet? It's, it's, it's something to think about that she had that much trust in the instant power of God to tell a person put the phone on your feet and I'm going to speak the word and God's going to heal your feet it's something else so so she believed that through the word you activate the power and the ladies and see let's not miss this several things are happening in, in this lesson one Reverend Coleman's very strong conviction in the healing power, but the lady reached out to to someone she recognized in her mind as a person who she believed uh, could help her. That's one level. Two, through her willingness to be open and receptive, because because believe it or not, when people work in ministry, whether this is you know, they believe people believe that, you know, because of the work that we do, that sometimes um, um, we have sometimes a greater realization of truth. That doesn't necessarily make it so. But anybody who works in ministry has to recognize that to many people, you represent God. That's another conversation for another day of ministerial ethics. But you represent God. For, for many people. So she was seeking spiritual help. She didn't know what that looked like. But her belief that it was a help was available made her reach out to Reverend Coleman. So that's the second step. Third step was Reverend Coleman's conviction that she could speak the word and to tell the lady to put the phone on her feet. Now, metaphysically, feet represent understanding and connection to to your material existence not spiritual understanding but understanding and connection with your material existence therefore something metaphysically speaking was going on with the understanding the understanding that she was already a child of god and therefore she was supposed to have the health peace harmony and joy of god in her experience so reverend coleman was not just speaking to her feet Reverend Coleman was speaking to her understanding. And when she spoke the word, or as scripture says, in the beginning was the word, or as it says in the book of Job, thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. She spoke the word, or as it says in Isaiah 55, 11, when, when, when it is stated, the word that comes forth from my mouth shall not return unto me void she spoke the word and when she spoke the word like jesus did with lazarus come forth she called forth the understanding the activity of god she in this woman's understanding which helped transfer that energy to her feet and the belief that the lady had in in reverend coleman's connection with god all came together to produce what we call a healing now, I'm not saying that you have to go find a spiritual practitioner or a minister to help with your healing process. I am saying that it, it could be useful to have somebody that can hold the consciousness with you, a person who has a very firm, strong foundation of God is my health. 
God is the health of all people. God is the life or whatever it is that you're working it with. To tell a person, put the phone on your feet is putting all the cards on the table. That's how strongly she believed God was going to heal that lady that day. So when she says, if you realize the great physician lives in you, you can be healed right where you are. Those aren't empty words on a, the pages of a book. That represents how she lived. And that's just one example of a story that I could give. I I have many. Maybe that could be another day of uh, stories of how she would work in ministry. Uh, she's a phenomenal woman, phenomenal spiritual being, phenomenal spiritual leader, phenomenal teacher, um, and a person who had uh, who has, in my experience, when I was around her and when she was active in ministry, uh, as strong of a conviction in God as anybody I've ever seen. Anyway, moving right along, I want to go to page 101 for those who have the book. She says, healing is available to you in any form that you need. Healing comes in the form of health. Believe that health is yours right now. Release love and love will be a magnet that draws to you whatever you are thinking or feeling. Mm. Mm. Healing is available to you in any form that you need. She goes on to say healing comes in the form of peace of mind. Believe that peace is yours now. Identify yourself with peace. Healing comes in the form of money substance. Believe that you have all the money you need and more, plenty to spare and to share. See money coming to you from expected and unexpected ways. Believe it. Have faith that God is the source of your supply. Because you love God with all your heart and with all your mind and all your soul, whatever form of healing you need is yours right now. A miracle is taking place right where you are now this is powerful because she's saying whatever form of healing you need you you can call it forth because of who you are in God and who God is in you this is highly important I wanted to hear from you I haven't gotten any calls yet and this is two weeks in a row you all so you, somebody has to call me ha ha uh, please give me a call at 888-558-6489 to ask questions or make any comments. I want to make sure that I do hear from you. And I want to make sure yet again that you know that, again, this station is supported by your donations. So please make sure that you have freely received, freely give, so we can make sure that we spread this message. Because, again, the premise of this show is truth transforms. And truth just means God transforms or the realization of God transforms. So when we realize this truth in our lives, we can transform. And if we get this message out in a way that allows people to know who they are, because many times many people do, don't know who they are spiritually. And if they can find that out, they can live powerfully. They can live in a way that allows them, regardless of experiences that are going on around them, culture, whatever, be the change agents in their own lives. So with that, we're going to take a moment to take a short break, and we will be right back with Truth Transforms. 
what you want in life, but you don't know how to get it? How could your life change if you had a coach in your corner cheering you on? Join me, Coach Carla McClellan, and fellow certified life coach Drew Rafkin from the Academy of Coaching Excellence for Spiritual Coaching, Tools for a Vibrant Life, October 18th through the 21st here at Unity Village. With our years of coaching experience, we can help bring your life into focus, turn dreams into goals, create a clear path to success, and motivate you to keep going. I hope to see you at Unity Village. Learn more at unityvillage.org slash spiritual coaching. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. You Can Heal Your Life follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome their challenges. Tune in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, We must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, You Can Heal Your Life, with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Call is online. I believe we have Reverend Bobby up first. How you? Uh, not yet? Okay. Well, well, they'll be on shortly. I'm sure they'll call back. Something must have happened. They, uh, you know, cell phones and other things. You never know what happens. So until they get them back online, I'm going to continue teaching and we'll go forward from there. As I was saying before, she was talking about basically understanding who and what you are. And when you understand who and what you are, how that process works. So it's important for us to realize that when you know your own innate spiritual wholeness, we can demonstrate health. I believe we have the call back. Um, who do we have online? Hi. Good morning. My name is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Where are you from? Oh, I'm in New York City. All right. All right. Beautiful. New York City. Uh, do you have a question or a comment? Oh, I have a comment. I've been going through so much recently, feeling like I haven't accomplished much, beaten upon myself. Um, and I was listening to you this morning, and this is the first time, because I only started listening to you on the radio yesterday on my computer. And um, your words, there's, there's some things you said that resurrected and resounded with me um, and lifted my spirit so much. Um, some I'd heard before, but 
it was confirmation hearing it again, like you said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. And um, it, it fortified in me what I need to do to, to keep moving forward, um, not quit, not give up. And then you said, be open and accepting of the many ways God can bless us. And um, I realized I had to release a lot of things I've been holding on to in order to get the blessing that I've been praying for. Um, since opened my mind, my children are having some health challenges, and you were speaking about um, being open to all the different ways God brings healing, and that we have to keep remembering that the physician is in us. And um, that's something I will be able to tell my son and repeat my son to help strengthen him on his journey. So I'm so very grateful this morning that you brought the message. Well, I, I'm, well thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for being open and receptive and continue to work with it uh, as, as you're working with um, holding the consciousness for your children and yourself. Continue to work with it and, you know, use the resources that you have. If you are, um, um, you know, working with a, a particular uh, faith community, work with prayer or call Silent Unity or Christ Universal Temple's prayer uh, ministry. We have people who Call and pray with people. Matter of fact, I can give you the number right now. It's um, 773-568-1717, 773-568-1717. And they basically pray with people over the phone, similar to Silent Unity. I'm sure you can get that information off of the website. We want to give people opportunities to be able to say, we're standing with you and, and willing to lift the experience up in consciousness where the wholeness touches it and transforms it. So keep working with it. Don't give up. Keep your focus. Keep the faith. And remember, release the past and let the stuff go or whatever happens or what you think should have been done or didn't because you can't go back and fix any of that. But you can create newness from this moment going forward by surrendering, surrendering the will to God and allowing God's will to be done in your experience. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay, Reverend yeah. Bobby, how you I'm doing? Here. I'm doing good. I had meant I was bad. I meant to listen. I was doing some stuff. You <laughs> came across my man. I laughed. I looked at the computer on the on on the clock on the computer. Said I better call now. <laughs> but right. anyway, but anyway, you know, I, I wasn't listening, but I kind of caught on, and you were discussing consciousness with the last call. And um, so I would just want to, um, you know, support you in that because if, in fact, through the prayer work, affirmation, spiritual work that you do, uh, what that does is grow you in consciousness beyond the seeming circumstances that you may be in. And once you do that, then by law, uh, it has to appear in your manifest everyday living experience. So, um, you know, I would just like to say 
um, you know, thank you, you know, for remanding me, even though I just caught it from the phone call, because sometimes when we see um, with our eye eyeball stuff, uh, it could confuse us and get us off track and uh, um, move us off of that which we're supposed to be on. So once again, thank you, and I'm glad I got a chance to call you today. Well, I appreciate that, Reverend Bobby, and thanks for the comments. And as you know, Emmy Fox would always say, life is consciousness. Yeah, and it that's is. what it's about. Life is consciousness. And thanks, and thanks for bringing that message to, to people. I mean, really, um, well, we don't get it enough. Well, thank you very much. Make sure you go back and listen to the show. I talk. Uh, one of Reverend Coma's old stories. Remember the one about the lady who called and said she couldn't walk and Reverend Coma told her to put the phone on her feet and she yep. prayed and yep. the lady got up. Yeah, I told that story yep. earlier. So go back and listen to it. I think you'll like it. It's a, it'll remind us of, you know, us listening to Reverend Coma 1050. Man, that was almost 20 years ago when she told that story. But anyway, thanks, Bob. Anyway, anyway, God bless you, man. Bring that healing ministry forth. People need it, man. I right, keep up the good work. I'll talk to you later. Take care. God bless. So uh, the last thing that I'm going to discuss out of this book for this series is uh, what she calls identify yourself with health. And on page 102, she says, how do you identify yourself? Through the use of I am. I am is your spiritual identity. I am is God's name. And whatever you use God's name with, whatever you use I am with, However and whenever you use I am, so it becomes in your life and in your world and in your affairs. You can be healed right where you are. The reason I know that is because within every man, woman and child is the allness of God. His healing power and presence are within each one of us waiting for us to identify ourselves with his life, which manifests as our health. So she's saying Use the term I am. I am with positive statements of truth. I am health. I am peace. I am love. I am joy. I am prosperity. I am love. I am wisdom. I am understanding. Why are we doing that? Because we're associating it with the I am. The I am is our spiritual identity. Remember when Moses went to the burning bush, he says, he says, I am that I am. And he says, when I go to the Pharaoh, and to the people, who shall I say sent them? He says, tell them I am has sent you. So we have to speak the word by attaching our I am to that which we desire to express. So it's highly important that you recognize that use the words I am in an upward manner. Lift up your thought with your I am. So I am power. Or I am wealth. Or I am a difference maker. Or I am a change agent, a change agent. Whatever it is. But you use the I am in an upward manner. Many times when we think about ourselves as self-identity, we use it in ways that belittle ourselves. Lift yourself up with your own I am. It makes a difference. Because the allness of God is already within you, within you. And you speak the word. She says, she gives an affirmation on page 103 where she says, I am health. I am healed right now. 
I am healed right now. I'll repeat that. I am health. I am healed right now. I am healed right now. So we want to make sure that we're using this I am. Reverend Ike used to always say I am is your first name and what you put after I am is your last name. And if you've been putting your I am to something that's negative, you need to divorce that and and marry your I am to that which will lift you up. So it's highly important that you work with this concept of I am. And sometimes anytime you identify yourself with something, you're saying I am that. So it might not always even be the words I am. Any mental association with a thing, you're saying I am that. So if you see yourself as a a failure at your job, you're saying I am failure or I am a failure. So you might not be saying those words, but that's what's being communicated to your consciousness. And your consciousness is what works through universal law that brings your experiences in your life. So don't mentally associate yourself with anything that does not lift you up. That's why you have to be uh, uh, very careful of the words that you speak. Continue because language is powerful and you're communicating to the universe through your, your words. Be highly, highly, highly careful of what you mentally associate with and you affirm with your mouth. Now, at this point, I just want to recap what's going to be going on for the next several weeks. Again, as I stated before, Christ Universal Temple is going through its 56th anniversary. Reverend Derek B. Wells, the senior minister, is bringing in a lot of guest speakers who are friends and family of Christ Universal Temple. So we're bringing in the uh, Reverend Dr. Mary Tumpkin. Uh, we're bringing in the Reverend Dr. Rocco Errico. We're bringing in the Reverend Dr. Joseph Hill, or as we call him around CUT, Joe Hill. And because we're bringing them in, I'm going to have them on the show uh, so Reverend Tumpkin will be next week and we're going to talk about why the world needs new thought um, with Dr. Erica. We're going to talk about his Aramaic Bible work in Jesus because it works hand in hand with metaphysics because Jesus taught truth that transforms. And we talk with Reverend Hill. We're going to talk again about the new thought movement and why is it necessary and some other special things. We want to make sure that you know about this in advance. Let people know about it because these are experts in their field and they can help you uh, get the information you need that you can utilize in your own consciousness and transform your experience. So with that, I'll be looking forward to communicating with you next week. You can call in and ask them questions, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll be back with you next week with true transforms. Love you. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Transform that thought you've held in your mind into a reality in your life. 
How do you work in partnership with God to co-create the life that you've always imagined? One way is through the universe responding spiritual model for life. Each week, Valerie Crabtree will share how to use the universe responding elements and principles to co-create your life through continuous communication with your higher power. She'll answer your questions using this practical, understandable concept, and your life will change. Listen to Universe Responding on Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. He's the most talked about figure in history. How do you see Jesus? As a savior, a way shower, a mythical hero. In his cutting edge new book, Jesus 2.1, an upgrade for the 21st century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, trusted king when earthly governments fail, all-purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down. <laughs> 